I think maybe we should start with the touch guitar because I think a lot of people are going to ask why I'm learning touch guitar as opposed to standard guitar. Yes. And my reason is pretty simple. And the reason is that I found a touch guitar teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so the instrument kind of chose me. But I'm curious to hear how you started with this. I think we've spoken about this before, but yeah, tell me a little, how did you start playing touch guitar and why touch guitar? Yeah, it's, it's a long story because I'm old. So, but uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, the um, I was kind of like fascinated by the idea to have sort of like a layout of strings that's more like a grid, or you know, like for lack of a better word, I would have thought back then per percussive, also, yeah. you know, using all eight fingers to kind of like play notes on the fretboard and like being able to sort of have this idea that it could be like an integrated thing where both hands become like almost like one big hand. Mm. So unlike on a piano where it's like your yeah, left hand is like usually <laughs> low notes yeah. and right hand is higher notes and stuff. So, but with, with, with a touch instrument, with the strings on the fretboard and like where each string can basically seen just like a, like one uh, string of chromatic notes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's basically several keyboards in one, you could say, cool. yeah, in a right. way. And so I, I really like that idea and also um, just the physical aspect mm -hmm. of, of hammering the finger onto the string was something mm -hmm. that was appealing to me. Mm -hmm. And just even just in my imagination before even ever, uh, you know, having had an instrument in my hands. So it was like in, um, in I think 19, 1991 that I uh, met Robert Fripp at a guitar craft seminar and he uh, I asked him about the Chapman stick and he said he liked the idea very much and you know we were like on the same wavelength there and and he said that I should just try it and and so there was one guy in uh, guitar craft back then called Tregon okay. and he had a he had a, stair, a spare instrument uh, and I bought it from him it, that was like early 93 I got it and and that's where it started. I, I I you know put like all those dreams and ideas, and I had, you know had the instrument in my hand, and I realized, oh no, no, it just yeah. doesn't work the way that I was imagining it would work. Okay. And it was really like a total totally alien um, feel to it, mm. which appealed to me, still appealed to me. But I was I also knew like either I have to make up my mind and really go for it and mm. you know, concentrate on this mm. full time or I can forget about it. That was kind of like obvious to me. Mm. And, and so back then there was no, there was no um, uh, teaching, well, no real teaching materials out there. Like people yeah. were always like trying to tell you what to play on the instrument, but nobody could really tell you how to play. Right. That's the and that, that became my, my life, uh, you know, my life's task to kind of like find out uh, how this thing works. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and 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 so so then I mean to, to make a, a long story short, at some point I then realized okay, after having played the instrument for over ten years, almost fifteen years I think, um, I realized okay I have to build my own mm. and make it a traditional guitar instrument uh, with a with a really great traditional electric guitar builder in mm. uh, in Austin Texas at Reynolds, and I I spent uh, four months with him uh, building first 10 instruments like first we built a prototype then we built 10 instruments and that's how how these instruments came about and um, basically you know they're just like super reduced simple mm -hmm. electric guitar 
uh, electric bass kind of instruments. Mm -hmm. What is what's special about this is the tuning, yeah. um, and th this we will get into uh, in detail. Yeah. But um, it's tuned in fifth, yeah. so it means that the the distance of pitches between the strings is um, like a like a whole step larger than on a regular guitar. Right. The main reason for that is, as far as I'm concerned, is that if you're using a fourth tuning, which yeah. has like like a shorter, covers a shorter range, mm -hmm. you can just kind of play all chromatic notes within with one hand mm -hmm. across the strings, which is very much very useful when playing regular guitar. But with a touch instrument, where you want to bring both hands on the fretboard and you want them to integrate into one one unit, mm -hmm. the fourth tuning makes that very hard. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. with the fifth tuning, it's like supernatural because also we have eight fingers, right? And eight fingers are, if, if you just put them side, side by side, cover eight frets, which is eight chromatic notes, which is a fifth yeah. interval. Yeah. So that means that the relationship of like first finger to fourth finger to pinky mm -hmm. is sort of is a fifth on yeah. one string, and then you move over to the next string to the next note, which is like for example, if you have a C here and a G here, then you have an, an A here. So you see, the, you would actually move the hand up two frets to go from here to here. And the reason why that is, this is, this is, this is really what is kind of mind-boggling about this instrument. Like normally with um, instruments that require movement, you try to minimize the movement. Yeah. Yeah? With a touch instrument, because the sound actually comes from that finger, you need to allow for movement. Hmm. So, so any like, and that's why the fourth yeah. tuning doesn't work so well. Hmm. Any tuning that tries to kind of make everything available in a space of a position where you don't have to move, in the end, makes it harder to play because you don't have enough space to accelerate the finger. Because yeah. the, the velocity is the, which makes the dynamics on this instrument. Yeah. Like you can bring a finger down very slowly and you don't hear anything. Mm. The faster you bring it down, the louder the note gets. It's nothing to do with pressure or force in that sense, okay. so it's the velocity. Yeah. And the fifth tuning really is, is beautiful for that because it allows for this smooth uh, movement along the strings as you play. Okay, Yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I, I suppose that gives you more range in a smaller space too? Exactly, yeah. yes. So that means like within one, within one hand you can very easily uh, cover two octaves between cool. first finger and, and, and pinky. Cool. Yeah. And yeah, so this instrument, like since it's tuned in fifth, not completely, right? Um, yeah. We're going to get to that, but it it has a, a, a I've even forgotten like five and a half octave range, okay. right? And yeah. so so the, the lowest like there are there are no open strings, but the lowest open string would be a B flat, so a tritone yes. below an E on a four string bass. Oh wow, okay, yeah. yeah. So so but like well yeah, so it's right. One half step lower than a, a B string on exactly. a five string. So, base. so the B string would be in the in the we can't see that here right now, but would be the uh, first fret, and then really the second fret is where I start thinking about what the notes are. Really, mm -hmm. then second fret on the lowest string is a C. Yeah. So basically, since since like the 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 system of notation and the way that we think about music is very much based on the layout of the keyboard, mm -hmm. also having having like 
a C, C note as a reference on an instrument is is perfect. Yeah. Because like the the, the basic structure of diatonic scales, it kind of like then pops out very easily. And so really like the second fret, uh, uh, second fret on the lowest string is a C, and then from there we can very easily and you will you'll see it's very easy to learn when the notes are. Right. So C G D A. Yeah. And yeah. C G D. Or yeah, I guess it, it would be. B flat and and then F yeah, but but we're yeah. not we're not even talking about open strings really, right? Because right. Um, like what we could do is we could talk about the twelfth fret, and that's exactly though it would be B flat, yeah, F, yeah, C, yeah, G, D, A, and now okay. comes yeah, and C, and D. Okay. So, so basically, yeah. the first and the fourth string are the same, an octave apart. Okay. So D and D. And then you have a C here, which is like the sixth string. Mm. So, so the reason for this is you could say, yeah, it basically you can't put more fifth on it because the uh, pitch would get too high and mm. the um, you know strings would break okay. at this um, you know um, length of the string. Yeah. And and but but also what's so great about this because it's basically it's it's an open tuning this way. Mm. So it's all notes. If we were want to count from here, it would be yeah. notes from the from the F major. Oh, cool. So F major pentatonic. Yeah. 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 So, but since I'm not, you know, thinking about it any in any particular uh, position, let's say, I always just look where are the C notes, and then from the C notes, everything else is very easily accessible. Gotcha. And and you know the cool thing about having these these uh, um, top three strings tuned in yeah. such ways that you can actually play closed voicings yeah. with one hand. Cool. Uh, which would otherwise be impossible with the fifth tuning. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And what's the highest? It's a D string. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and so it's a because it's twenty-four yeah, frets, so it's it's D. So it's okay. it's yeah. it's like the twenty-second um, fret on a twenty-four fret guitar. Okay. E string. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So it's it goes it goes really it That's basically cool. has the guitar range and the and the bass extended bass range even. Uh, in one built into one instrument, and I actually see it more like overall. I see it as an instrument that sits right in between, mm. like a baritone instrument that mm. extends high and low. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. And what is the main difference, or the main differences between the Chapman stick and Tetch guitar? Yeah, I mean. Um, the main difference is, first of all, like I used to say, that you know, this instrument, the U8 or T8 in this uh, example, has been built by me, by a player who comes mm -hmm. from a from a background of wanting to have a tool that works for what I want to do. With the Chapman stick, because it is a great invention, and actually is an invention in my in the way that I see it, it still has kind of that um, that vibe about it of an invention. So. It's much less a tool that a professional musician would use um, than this, for example. Mm, okay. And this is that you can also see that. I, I mean, it's really revolutionary the Chapman stick. I love it. I love the sound of it. Um, um, but it's just like so reduced. It just, it's just the, the stick, right? <laughs> just the fret, just the fretboard, no body. Kind of with the idea to even remove resonances where I'm like mm -hmm. more traditional and I want my instruments to actually 
be resonant. Okay. Yeah. And and I mean there there are many differences also like uh, in the in the layout of the strings. The original layout of the of the Chapman stick has the bass strings in the middle, so it has like it has two sides also two outputs, which makes it more complicated for mm -hmm. beginners. Like you and you have one side tuned in fifth and the other side tuned in fourth, oh. which is which is can really be too much. And that was one of one of the uh, insights I had early on. Um, like I said, I started in '93. Went to my first, um, you know, stick seminars back then, and uh, I saw many people play and hitting a hitting a ceiling with their playing, even after a few days of spending time with the instrument. Um, yeah. And that was shocking to me because I was so in love with the idea, and you know, yeah. with the sound and with with the with the the, the dreams I had about what may be possible. Yeah. And that, but that was just like um, very, very inspiring, and I really um, dove deep into into uh, uncoding mm -hmm. or, or decoding. Sorry, mm -hmm. like decoding the the technique. Yeah, yeah. And like the the more time I spend with it, the less I know. Mm. Or the more I know, the less I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. But at the, but at the same time, I think I have now come to a place where. Um, I can pass on the, um, the the research data, let's say, mm, yeah. uh, in such a way that um, it will save people a decade or more. Wow. Yeah. Cool. And which we're, we're going to see you <laughs> yeah. tackling it. You know, what's so beautiful about it, the way that I'm going to um, teach it to you and to show everything to you is that we're going to start out just with one note. And that's yeah. going to be the focus for a long time. Mm. Obviously, there's, I think there should be like two parts. There will be like the purely technical, like learning the instrument part, and yeah. then there will be the music part as well. Yeah, but on the, on the technical side, we're going to look at um, and, and you being able to produce a beautiful note and to learn where all the notes are, and and it will be more like a like like linear playing on the drums more. Like Great, you yeah. play one drum yeah. at a time, yeah. yeah, and you learn how to travel from one drum to the other, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're gonna, gonna awesome. focus um, on first of all. And and this is this is um, this occurred to me the other day when I thought about uh, how would this be for you. Um, there's a really 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 immense difference here between striking a drum and striking a string here on this okay. is that you can't just hit a string and let go of it right note length is important note length otherwise. is extremely important and not only is the note length important because note length is important it's also because you kind of have to consciously play the beginning mm. And the end of the note. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's really like yeah. like like striking a drum uh, squared in a way. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. think about it, not yeah. just times two, because right. like you're just sitting on the note, then you can do something with the note. Then in order to stop it, you still stay on the skin on the string. Uh -huh. right? yeah, yeah. So and that's that's I think that's going to be very interesting for you because yeah, you'll have absolutely. to look at the end of the action as well. Wow. Yeah, that's like, something I've never had to think about. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fascinating, and because in that in that little detail of of releasing the notes of the playing the end of the note that's where the beauty lies and that's mm -hmm. where the magic lies yeah that's where like interest interesting things happen where you play something at half speed but you're actually practicing it at double speed and yeah. other way yeah. around 
because like you have you we we have to also always consider the spaces between the end of a node and the beginning of the next node. Mm. Yeah. So by introducing like a, a what I call the release at the halfway point between two nodes, you're basically already playing at twice the, the speed. And you all you need to do is right. reduce yeah. the space between the end of the node and the beginning of the next node. And so it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm sure you will fall in love with it. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> I can't wait. So if you've got a year to teach somebody this instrument, mm -hmm. what does the timeline look like and what kind of things are we going to focus on? Yeah. So I, I think, first of all, um, it is important that uh, I will always go along with what you offer me, basically. Mm. Right? Great. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, more, the more time you can spend with it, the better. Right. Um, I think you have a very, very good chance, even after three months, to kind of like feel comfortable. Mm. And after a year, I think uh, you will be able, like this would be like my aim, you would be able to improvise. Mm. Um, on a drone, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't kind of focus on the idea of playing polyrhythmic stuff. That will be easy for you, yeah. for example. But kind of integrating the hands to improvise melodies, to come up with melodies intuitively, mm -hmm. and and kind of like really to dive into like what I call or believe to be the essence of music, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so not thinking, but but unlocking. Uh, the potential for intuitive movement, intuitive musical knowledge to kind of come through the instrument. Mm -hmm. that, that would be my aim. And the way that we're going to do that, we're going to spend a lot of time um, uh, working on movements on the instrument, where it's not at the, fir the first part of the technique is about not about playing specific pitches. Yeah. It's about like the way that I would describe it is like you have like each finger is a dancer mm. on the stage that is the fretboard and you want to find a way to gracefully go to any place mm. and like how do I practice to have this the skill of movement mm -hmm. to go to this, those places. I think that is absolutely necessary before actually tackling pitches. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's exactly how I learned drums. I mean, I had a very heavy focus on technique because you need technique and the, the motions to be able to express musical ideas. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the music is the fun part, but you, you need some technique in place first. Exactly. And you know, you know, for musical instruments that have been around for a while, I mean, the drum kit, like 100 and or more years, right? Yeah. As, uh, and like with with the touch instrument, the technique, kind of the idea to tap on a string, I think that's that's ancient, right? Mm. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but the idea to kind of like make that, and that this is this is important for you to know, like the obviously uh, on a normal guitar tapping would be an extended technique, right? But what we're going to do here is we're going to focus on the pure. And tapping is not even the right word. Like that's where we could call it touch, right? It's 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 a different idea. It's not it's not something that's an extension of of, uh, of uh, plucking and fretting. Right. You know, it's its own thing. And and so we're going to focus on that so much that every other extended technique, which will be plucking or hammer-ons and pull-offs, pull these kind of things, or slides, they will come so easy for you mm. because we we've, will we've, we'll have uh, focused so deeply mm. on uh, getting the actual, you know, 
putting energy into the string and right. taking it out of the string, yeah. we, we will have worked with that so much that uh, yeah. anything else will be easy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, there's no there's no timeline really. I think we'll yeah. we'll have to see how it goes. Of course. There are extremely powerful exercises um, that I have come up. Like, the idea is always like like to refine not only the technique, but to refine the exercises so that the that you can learn through the exercise. Yeah. You so so some things just can't be verbalized. I mean, we can we can talk about the velocity of the finger, right? Yeah. We can talk about it, but how can you actually experience or feel like the very slight difference in playing like a mezzo forte versus right. a forte note right. when you're playing 16th notes at 120 BPM? Mm -hmm. You can't really verbalize it. You have to practice it. You have to experience it physically yeah. um, for it to start making sense for your subconscious, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's that's uh, what we're going to do most of the time. Cool. And um, in parallel, I will um, coach you and help you and encourage you to work on your own musical ideas. Awesome. awesome. And yeah. then also, obviously, um, yeah, show you how to finger certain things that maybe you you don't know yet how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so, what are some of the main challenges that you see in students in learning this instrument or what do you think will be the hardest thing for me the hardest thing for you i think you you already um uh, have avoided the hardest thing because you are a practicing musician mm. like you you know how to approach um a musical instrument also having like a certain certain kind of like freedom acquired a certain kind of freedom on the drums mm -hmm. you are relaxed already when approaching a musical instrument yeah. so the biggest problem is that um when i work with people who've already played bass guitar or guitar that the two hands have a completely different approach mm -hmm. or different different kind of um relationship. Uh, the relationship but also like they have been the the, the body or the body part has been built up mm. in a different way. Mm. So where the idea on a, on a bass guitar is to, to hold down the string, mm. to push it down, right? Which means you're actually not using the X, you don't want to accelerate the finger, you don't need to. Mm. You just push it down mm. in yeah. time. Right. You don't have to accelerate the finger. So it's much harder for a lot of people to, to kind of like, I understand that this hand is, should be as floaty mm. as yeah. the right hand the right hand is easy for most people coming from keyboards coming from from uh, electric guitar mm. or bass the right hand is mm. much quicker to learn huh. to do it correctly yeah. um, and and so that's like the major major uh, problem that people have also kind of um, you know this instrument is being mistaken as just being a guitar or a bass which it's not if you're playing with a touch technique. The touch mm. technique has nothing to do with guitar or bass technique, has nothing to do with piano playing even. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. This is this is something again, like I can use these words, but you will have to experience it. Right. Yeah. 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 Because like you see, like we have to, you know, use that one finger to put the energy into the string. And this this is very different from from a guitar where you just have the finger here and you do this. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. Hmm. But really, the the challenge the challenge would be also the the posture, mm. um, 
again, which I believe you won't have a problem with because you're already holding sticks like this. And this is exactly the position we need here. Mm. You bring it, you know, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. 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 So I, I, you will see. Yeah. It's and it's 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 when I say it's exactly the same thing, I'm not saying it's necessarily physically exactly yeah, the course. same thing, yeah. but the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. It's the attitude. Like you, yes, you're holding the stick, but at the same time, it's loose. Yes. It's both. For sure. Right. Yeah. And 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 so it's that equilibrium that we're looking for, mm -hmm. and like uh, the necessary tension, let's say. Yeah. Right. To 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 play the notes to have control over the over our fingers also then like the um, like this idea that we want to uh, introduce like independence mm. um, you know like we want we want the fingers to move independently and stuff yeah. and um, yeah you'll see it's it's going to be great cool yeah. <laughs> and and I'm curious too on on the musical side of things like after a few months, let's say the technique is coming along okay, and uh, I, I have no idea what to expect as far as developing my melodic and harmonic yeah. vocabulary. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like I'm coming from maybe a unique position compared to a lot of students since I understand the theory already. Mm -hmm. Like I know, you know how to analyze the harmony of a tune or, or yeah. the melody. And, yeah. And you know I've taken piano lessons and and played mallet percussion. Yeah. But um, you were speaking about this intuitive ability to f form a melody mm -hmm. while you're improvising, and that's something I completely don't have. Yeah, it will. Um, this is this is the cool thing. I've had 27 years of yeah. study with this instrument, and my approach always was to. Like I said, at the beginning, I consider it just like a stage for the fingers to move. Mm. But then what you're starting to do is you're starting to kind of like measure the distances, right? Like, you know, like moving up that much gives me that interval. And, and so even without verbalizing what that interval is, mm. your ear and like, your, your, like holistically, your body and your mind will learn to understand where the sounds sit. Mm -hmm. Right, or lie, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and 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 so 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 what is going to happen is that you will we will do a lot of free playing also, where it's not about actually um, being sure what we play, where it's just mm -hmm. about allowing mm -hmm. like the the movement to make the sound, mm -hmm. and to decide like where the where the next note is. Mm -hmm. So we're we're not going to judge and going to say, you need to play notes from the C major scale. Right. No, right. I'm just going to ask you, now move your, your left hand quickly up. Yeah. No matter which string you hit, yeah. just move it. Or use your, your pinky to play a note on the adjacent string or stuff like that. Yeah. Like we're going to completely um, look, at, look at the instrument from the, from the intuitive movement uh, like I sometimes call a gestural approach, mm -hmm. which I think is very, very important when, when um, wanting to develop an improvisational, mm. improvisational playing on every instrument, I yeah. believe. Yeah. And, and on top of that, uh, we're going to, um, like the music theory that you know, we'll be applying it to fingering systems and into one fingering system in particular mm. that we're going to use as 
as I call it a bracket, like kind of like it's not a it's not a box because it doesn't look like a box. It lo looks more like a bracket, mm -hmm. and and within this bracket, we're going to explore playing the triads, for example. Mm -hmm. So you, you're going to, for example, you're going to play like a descending C major scale, mm -hmm. two octaves, mm -hmm. and then on the way back up, you're going to play the C major triad arpeggio. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that way you will you will always learn like the 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 like you will basically learn the the shapes inside out yeah right so so you'll have an outside view and you will have an inside view and um and this would go into too much detail but yeah. it's it will be it it will blow your mind there is there is there are these symmetries here and like mm -hmm. like one symmetry in particular mm -hmm. that that really makes this instrument um, absolutely unique. Doesn't there's no other instrument that has like this total symmetry of left and right hand. Mm. For example, okay. where you can use, yeah. where you can simply flip the fingering around yeah. uh, between the hands, and still play the exact same thing. Interesting. And yeah. and yeah. and you, you you it will be wonderful for you. I know. Okay. Like you have an experiment with the. Uh, uh, you know these different kinds of like playing like yeah, you did the hi-hat coordination and, and you also yeah. had the hi-hat on the other side you played yeah, like left-handed right. and stuff and yeah yeah so in basically all these things they come together in this instrument and okay. it's cool. yeah. yeah man it's so exciting um yeah i'm trying to think any other questions um yeah i don't know is there any anything that comes to mind for you anything i should be thinking about or um Yes. For example, you, you said that maybe after a, a couple of months or so of technique, you mm. can start playing music. No, mm. um, I will, uh, you know, ask you to, to, you know, to try around and play music right away. Mm. It's just that, you know, I want you to, uh, like, say, compartmentalize, right? Like, there's practice mm. and there's play. Yeah. Yeah. And... But the, pl the the playing part should be uh, and the exploration and and kind of coming up. You know, you'll be after just the first lesson, you will come up with your own bass parts and stuff. Yeah. I know you will. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah, and and yeah. so so and, and you know any rhythmic rhythmic ideas you have and and like things they can you can translate them onto the instrument very easily, very very quickly. Yeah. But having said that, so so. Like most people that play instruments like this, they kind of like play the notes that are under the fingers when the fingers are in a position. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and playing it that way is very easy. That's also why, why it's, it's very easy to make something that sounds impressive mm. with this instrument, even without even knowing how to play it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that was like what inspired me to actually go beyond that because, mm. the, like I said, the ceiling is so low. Mm. Like you can you can do these interesting things immediately, but mm. then trying to go beyond that mm. takes years of practice. Right. right. So and yeah. that's why I was interested. Like how can I mm. can I put this into into uh, a method that will people kind of like go beyond right away and not mm. just being stuck in that mm. yeah. in in the Easy part that sounds cool. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see that being a, a place where a lot of people hit a plateau. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's as I said, it's it was shocking actually. Like the first few years, I was um, like, and no nobody really wanted to give me uh, information. And I asked actually asked people 
where, how do I play dynamically here? Mm. So where, where, does the, where do the dynamics even come from? And it's, it's ridiculous to, to, to say that, but I was the first person to kind of like say that the dynamics, you know, come from the velocity. So the, mm. the amount of acceleration mm -hmm. that you can put, that you put into your finger. Yeah. And like nobody has ever said that before. And I still hear people say that this is mainly a, mainly a staccato instrument. It's total mm. bullshit. Mm. It's only a staccato instrument if you don't leave your finger on the string. Mm. Okay, and, yeah. and, and so for me, having my fingers on the strings has become the default. So what I call the released position is the fingertips are in touch with the strings at all times. Also makes sense. I mean, it's a, it's an electrically uh, amplified instrument with magnetic pickups. So if you're not using a volume pedal, right, the strings actually do vibrate. It is alive, you know. And you'll you'll find also that even though there's a damper here at the in the first fret, mm -hmm. it's it's uh, the damper is not perfect. You will you know you will from the very beginning be required to uh, focus in on the sounds that you don't want. And then to learn how to control those as well. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, and I mean, I, I noticed. Uh, um, I held the guitar for five minutes the other day, and I noticed there's a lot of resonance or a lot of sustain. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the idea that it's a staccato instrument intuitively doesn't make sense. No, already. no, no. And this is, this is really like if you're thinking about the Chapman stick, for example, where the idea was to kind of remove those resonances. Yeah. It's true that that instrument uh, uh, just vibrates very almost, well, very lightly, let's yeah. say. But here with this instrument, like, like I'm holding, and I mean, you can try this. So if you put your finger here and just hold it, you can actually feel the vibration of the instrument like this. So now try also to make contact with your thumb with the side of the fretboard as you do this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. You can immediately feel it. And this is this is like it's kind of amazing because it is like this this feedback loop mm. uh, that you would. Mm. You know, you actually have a physical feedback loop. You have that with, with any uh, regular guitar as well. But people don't talk about that much mm. because you 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 have these two systems. You have like sound like like putting energy into the strings here and fretting on the other side, right? Yeah. Most of the right. time. Right. So, but but here, since it's all within that one finger, you have to have that feedback loop within the hand, mm -hmm. and that's what we use our thumbs for. So the yes. thumbs are thumbs are, are are always in touch with the instrument, sort of like an antagonist mm. to the fingers, mm -hmm. and they they kind of the thumb mirrors whatever happens on top in terms of mm. in terms of like am I holding a note? I'm holding a note, then the thumb is more engaged mm. as if I'm in a release position and then just sliding on the string, right? Yeah. And so it's it's a really um, beautiful, very very delicate. Um, but also very immediate uh, way of experience, experiencing vibration. Yeah, yeah, cool. You know, and then, I mean, you can imagine, so for example, like just playing one note with a thumb here on the side and now my, my thumb is measuring uh, the frequency in a way, right? Yeah. I yeah. can feel it here. And then I move this up two frets. And now I feel that the vibration is slightly faster. And it's it's amazing because it really it you're so close to 
to the actual physical reality of what's happening yeah. that even though the the expression itself is much more limited than on a regular guitar where you can really dig in and do all sorts of things with a string yeah. but within this 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 more limited range of expression there's so much resolution mm. that it's mm. it's it's just fascinating it is mm -hmm. I feel that yeah yeah, here you go. Like you, you, you. Have oh yeah, I'm on the wrong, wrong yeah. side of the. Yes, yes. And yeah, the, it's ringing forever. I mean, that's way more than a regular guitar. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I can feel the difference yet, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, just it's try different. to go up like a minor third. Go there. You can feel that it's faster there. Yeah. It's true. I mean, yeah. it's more obvious with the. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm going to show you that. That, that yeah. the, you see, like the end of the note, that is the difficult part. Mm. It's it's more difficult than the beginning of the note. Also. Yeah, you, you see, you, you you shouldn't if you if you're above the fret, then. You get kind of like a muted note. Mm -hmm. You need to be behind, right behind. Okay. You see that? Yeah. And then you get also less bass. Mm -hmm. The bass is kind of like part of the instrument in a way. Like the bass that we're hearing here acoustically, you won't necessarily hear uh, okay. in the yeah. magnetic or via the magnetic pickups. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's far from it's far from uh, being. A perfect instrument just in the sense that we're used to from synthesizers or keyboards where everything is kind of like pre-controlled yeah right like like the red like the you, you lift the like just with, with an acoustic piano um, there's the hammer there's the whole mechanism in be, between you and the string yeah right and and here you're like kind of like directly on on the note and you have all the responsibility um, for for the note and well, that also gives you more expression. Yes, yes. And I, you know, I, I certainly believe that a, a big part of why people also like the way that I play in, in live performances uh, mainly is because I am capable of, of trans like, like of putting some sort of creative or emotional intention, let's say, into a note mm -hmm. that, that really um, gets amplified a lot mm -hmm. in, a, in a rock show. Like especially if you're using, you know, like a high gain kind of yeah. lead sound, yeah. and which like dynamically maybe maybe very flat, but but you will hear every single like quiver of the finger mm. translate into into uh, slight pitch changes, mm -hmm. which kind of create this this emotional yeah, wave. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. it's 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 just it's just a wonderful thing. One of the things that's uh cool about, about this instrument I mean I, I suppose the, a standard guitar too but even more so this is the ability to play a whole song by yourself yes which is something you cannot do on the drums or you can well, you, but you it's can, but it's yeah but it's not the yeah. same you know and that that will be and that should be let's say like maybe the uh, your master thesis yeah right <laughs> okay so yeah. obviously like like you know learn a couple pieces solo pieces yeah yeah mm -hmm. how much progress do you think i can make in a year I, I think you can 
you can make a lot of progress in one year. Yeah. Because it's it's it really is very much about the the repeats you're putting in. Yeah. So once you're putting in the repeats with the right instruction, which I will give you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you will develop a, a good contact with the instrument. That's really the the, the most important thing yeah. to to be able to kind of like feel like you're connected with the instrument. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this is this is like it's also important. I will teach you right away to not look at the fretboard. Mm meaning like not to use your visual system to take the measurements, to, but mm -hmm. to take your, the, the tactile information and, yeah. and your hearing mm -hmm. to provide you with the information you need to find the notes. Yeah. Uh, you can, I, I'm sure you will be able to play uh, maybe a couple solo pieces and I would like you to be able to improvise mm -hmm. on a drone, not necessarily chord changes, we'll see, maybe, yeah. but, but on a drone. Mm -hmm. which is exciting yeah and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and yeah I think you will you will be you will become one of the better players in a year I I am hundred percent sure that that is possible mm -hmm. um, I've recently like last summer um, there's like this new guy Jonas turned up mm -hmm. young man like early 20s mm. and um, he has learned so quickly that um, what I'm saying to you now, I know it can be true. Mm. Cool. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a great place to end it here. That's, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Awesome.